Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy and debuting on the show, I've got actress Anisha Brackens. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Wow. I already feel like I love your spirit. I love your energy. It's just so, I don't know. It's just you rub off on me, I'm feeling like. Oh, thank you so much. I think it's mutual. I think we're having a connection. <laughs> well, I already feel like you're a friend of mine in my head and in real life. But now to the listeners that don't know you, do you want to say where you're from and a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. Um, my name is Anisha Brackens. I'm originally from the South, um, Alabama, and I also went to University of Alabama, so Roll Tide. Um, and I came out to California in 2022, and that was my first time coming out here is when I moved out here. So I had no prior engagement to it, um, but I studied... Um, at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College for fine arts. At first, I was a voice major, and then I switched to acting, and I studied, uh, studied under Deja Walker. And then after I got my associates, I transferred to the BFA program at the University of Alabama, where I studied under Seth Panage, um, Stephen Burke, and several other amazing, amazing professors. Mm-hmm. Would so, you encourage anyone to go to that school? I would roll tide forever and ever, not just for our football program, but our amazing art department as well. So I would, I, I heavily support that school. I still talk to my professors from there. They're such an amazing influence and support system and they give me the best advice. They level with me. They're, I truly can reach out to them because it's times in this industry where it's certain things that I don't know because I just haven't been exposed to it yet. And acting in different realms will do that. So I just have a lot of questions um, and they, they're always willing. And if they don't know the answer right, then they'll try to figure it out. So mm-hmm. for sure, I recommend that because they, they're, they don't just care about you for being there. They're going to care about you post you know, post-grad life. So it's great. Right. right. Now, did you carry any of your skills or anything you learned in this true story movie, Grace? Did I carry any of my skills that I learned from there? Yes. Yes. To the movie Grace that you were in portraying Shoshana. I did. Um, A lot of the, so one, um, was Kelly, uh, my professor Kelly, we, I did a lot of body movement. That was our body movement class. So it's really just, it made me in tune with my body and like how to trigger my body in a sense for certain things. Like, cause a lot of, a lot of scenes just in general, whenever you're acting, it's going to be emotionally driven. So if there's scenes that you need to cry and say, you're not there per se right there at that moment, or you need a minute you need to look at how your body's reacting whenever you do cry naturally. Like whenever you're sad, how does your body react? And me, I I curl up. Like, I don't know if I go into like fetal position, but I do that. And that's something I had to learn from Kelly, just like how my body reacts to certain things. How am I when I'm happy? Anything of that sort. And then um, under my professor, Seth Panich, um, he has this, I don't know the specific name for it, but it's co- like, it's like a placement technique. And it's where you can visualize, like say an item or something just directly in front of you. And you're going to say whatever descriptives you can have of this item until you're now surrounded in this entire world of what it is that you're trying to focus on. And that by itself, you don't think that could trigger all the emotions it does in you, but it does. Because I remember one time he had us um, describe a person that we wanted to forgive or say something to. So we had to like describe this person to the class, but we're staring directly at them in a sense. And it's just, that was just an overwhelming day for everyone. But 
those are the techniques that I definitely brought into this project. Right, right, right. Now, do you want to talk about grace? I mentioned it, but the listeners still don't know what is grace about. It's not grace in the Bible, although we are saved by grace, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, of course. Um, grace is a short film about the true life hero, Shoshana Johnson. She was the first Black female prisoner of war, um, and she was held captive in March 20 March 2003 um on March 23rd so her and um several of her um comrades like Joseph Hudson, Dave Williams, Patrick Miller, Jim Riley, Edgar Hernandez and Ron Young they were held captive whenever they were doing um operation of uh Iraqi freedom Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then um, Jessica was never held with them, though. So this is just basically a depiction of Shoshana's emotions and things that she went through, just like a snippet into it. It's not right. even the full validity of it, but of her captivity. Right, right, right. Now, stepping into that, how was your mental health? Did it take a toll on you hearing the gunshots filming and it- Um, You know, being in a hospital bed, did all of that trigger any depression or anxiety? Um, It didn't trigger depression. It definitely took me to um, a place that I was I was scared to go just dealing with my own family's relation to the military and things of that sort. So it, it was easy to get it was easy to get scared. It was easy to see the fear that Shoshana could have had during those moments. And I in and I know I'm acting and I know I'm not in an actual crucial situation like she was, but it was easy to get there hearing that and just being around it. And like I said, I had the best people around me. So everyone on the set was so kind and making sure everything was good. But getting into that to that realm and that headspace, it was it was terrifying for sure. But yeah, no no depression, thank goodness, but definitely did trigger um my mental health in a sense. Sure. Right, right, right. Now, in case there are any military veterans and they do watch this project, what do you want them to get out of Shoshana's story? I want them to, well, first and foremost, I want to say thank you. Thank you for your service, Um, if you're listening. Um, And I hope that they can see that we see their perseverance and their strength and what they're risking. I hope that's shown through through the film because it Shoshana was a cook you know I mean she wasn't she wasn't trying to do combat when this happened so I want them to hopefully see that we see that the risks that they take every day they put on that uniform every day that you know they go on any kind of mission anything of that sort so I hope they see the appreciation but also the realism and um I don't know the I don't know the gratitude I hope mm-hmm. they see the attitude of it all once they once they watch it and that we were just really thankful for them. Right, right, right. And for those struggling with PTSD in the military and they do watch it or anyone and they get triggered by it, what do you want to tell them? I would tell them be very gentle with themselves because even during this process, um, we were very gentle with Shoshana. Um, not in a sense where it's like, oh, I don't think she could handle it. It's like, you don't want to ever put someone back in a state where it was the scariest time of their life. So we were very um, cautious with, you know, how much we needed to discuss with her about certain things. Because obviously, like, this is her life. So we want everything as real and depicted as possible. But just being gentle with people. So especially if someone has suffered from PTSD, 
surround yourself with people that you love and that love you. And if you're not ready for it, stop it, turn it off, please don't, don't push yourself to watch a project. Like I appreciate you for trying to watch it. Um, but if it's not, if it's too much for you right now, just please don't like, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay if it's not something you can never really do. Like it's not, no one's faulting you for your healing process. It, at least no one should. And if they are remove them from your life, but mm-hmm. Right, right. And it might be something they may never get past, right? Exactly. And that's, and that's okay. And I don't want them to ever put themselves in a position to where they feel like they have to. So for sure, if they're not ready, it's okay. We all love you still the same and we wish you the best on your journey still. So it's all good. Right, right. Now for listeners that do ask, does this have a happy ending in case they don't want to watch it and it triggers them? But does it have a happy ending that maybe they might come around to give it a chance? I'd like to say it does. And I'd like to say it does because of who Shoshana is today. So if that gives you any insight, I can tell you that the beautiful, heroic, amazing Shoshana Johnson is still living, breathing, and succeeding today. That should be enough to tell you it's a it's a good enough of a happy ending. Okay, okay. And what would your message be to Shoshana as she was listening to this interview right now? Um, thank you. <laughs> That's the first and foremost. Thank you, not just for your service or your bravery, but who who you are after it all. Like she's she I met her actually before filming and she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful inside and out. And she's so charismatic and lovely and warm and just like everything you would want, like in a wife or a best friend or like your boss, anything like that. So to be able to the her on screen it was an incredible honor so thank you to Shoshana for who you were before during and after this process and this time in your life and who she still is today so she is the embodiment of grace Mm -hmm. and she is a strong woman and listeners were working on trying to get her on the show soon okay so let's hear about other projects you are working on because you told me off interview it's not just grace it's other movies and you've been in a few music videos yes with director Cal Maddox, um I worked on the remake of White Men Can't Jump I was featured and that was really fun that was probably uh, the biggest budget of a film I've been on and I was getting my makeup done in the same trailer with Tiana Taylor so I was like oh this is this is different I'm feeling this I'm cool this is insane so if I was like trying to play it so cool next to her I was like Oh hi, Tia. <laughs> I was just, I was just listening to your music in the car because I really was like I had pulled up to set. And I was listening to her music, so I was like I just listened to your song. I'm not gonna say what song it was because y'all I don't want people getting their feelings. So I understand. So <laughs> I was like I just listened to X Y Z. She's like you are so sweet, and then she rubbed my shoulder. So she said you were so cute. I said not Tiana Taylor thinking I'm cute. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so it was a great time, and that was like I think my third day being featured in the film like working as a feature because before that I was just background for that for I think like a week and a half and then I ended up getting like this feature role so I was I was definitely like starstruck I was like see honestly like I'm cute can y'all tell me nothing no one can ruin my day my life I'm sorry she thinks I'm cute it's done (laughs) but then 
they didn't want you just as background. You actually got a little scene in it. Did you want to talk more to the listeners about that? Because they actually got to see ya. Yeah, I got featured, which is really cool because they were, um, I had just done BG and then they were uh, hosting a call for this, uh, this feature role. So I was like, okay, and everyone's applying for it. So I applied for it. And I had already talked to the director a few times on set, you know, because you gotta, you gotta, you know make yourself be known sometimes so um whenever he saw my name they automatically just uh cast me for that feature role so i got to work in scenes with richard nevels um alfonso jack harlow and cinqua vincent staples um so it was fun it was mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. and ladies who cinqua okay <laughs> 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 yes, ladies. Okay, you know <laughs> Anisha knows what I mean. <laughs> and shout out to Jack Harlow too for that. Do you ever think there could be a white man can't jump to that? There'll be a sequel of this, and we know the original white man can't jump was from the nineties. Right, right. I think with how this one ended, it could be a sequel. It just wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the same dynamic. So how it's like a lot of, because both of them kind of root in hustling for the original film and the remake. It um it goes into like a, a hustling culture, like, you know, a little, little scamming going on here and there. Uh-huh. Um, so without that, um, I think it'd be a little, a different dynamic. I think it could go like a family vibe kind of way if they did a, they did a remake or a, not a remake, a sequel to this. It'd be just family vibes. All right. White woman can't jump to. <laughs> they could have that. They're female NBA players. No, for sure. You know what? For this film, it was so many, like, I think like undercover comedians in it for that film. Like I didn't know Vince Staples was so funny and he is like, he's genuinely just so funny. So watching him work was really cool. So I don't know. Just shout out to that. Just that little key fact. Cause then he was on Abbott too. And he's hilarious on Abbott elementary. Mm-hmm. So that was funny to see him work live. Cause I don't know. I never, I never knew he was like that funny. So white woman can't jump to, we'll call it out because, you know, that would be the prequel. That would be the sequel to part one of the remake and the (laughs) sequel to the original white man can't jump. Now, in case listeners never saw white man can't jump, do Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes have a part in it where they have a scene in it or no? For the remake? Yeah. Um, no. They don't. They're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not in it. Okay. Okay. So listeners. They were very supportive of it. They were very vocal and supportive of it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Woody Harrelson, he said it was going to be great. So Mm -hmm. yeah. But you didn't see the original, did you? I did. Okay. All right. You never know. I've had actra- actors and actresses that haven't seen the originals of some film and then they're in it and they don't know what the original was. <laughs> no, I, do my, I do my research. So with Samuel L. Jackson, that's my, I love Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. That's like my number one. And I take his advice very heavy. So he says, you need to show up to set ready for your lines. If you don't have lines, you need to show up to set ready, whatever you need to do. You need to be aware of anything you could know about this project and be on it. So if you need research to be done, you need to do your research. So if you're on a remake, you need to already 
watch the original at least twice. Like, what are you doing? So yeah, I follow all Samuel Jackson's advice. So I had already seen it for sure. Once I was like, oh, I'm on this project. Yep. Let me see. All right. All right. Now let's hear the music videos you've been in, because I do see you as a music video vixen. I do see you playing a love interest in somebody's music video. Right. right. Um, For um, the artist friend, um, I was in his music video for the song called Makeup, and I was a love interest in that. It was really fun. I love playing the love. I love rom-com. So I love playing the love interest if I can ever do that. So that was really fun. Um, I've done a couple of music videos with uh, Charlie on a Friday. And he's like a pop post Malone kind of feel. So music videos are always fun. They're I've always been a part of like narrative music videos in a sense. So that's always been like a good time. Mm -hmm. Do you find it harder on music video set or actually the acting set? Which one do you find more harder? I don't think uh, I feel like my actual film sets are harder because it just requires sometimes more more in depth um, work from me versus music video. Sometimes it's just, hey, you just sometimes need to just look pretty. And it's like, okay, because sometimes it's not really talking going on. So they'll see your your body walk from this side of the room to the other. And then it's like a cut to the artist singing. And there's just so many cuts in it to where it's like, oh, okay. Versus on set, it's like, okay, the camera's on you. You need to know lines. You need to focus. You need to be emotionally driven into this. So different vibe for sure. All right. Do you ever see yourself as an artist? Because I can see you as an artist and I can see you too in a Victoria Monet video. I would love that. I was actually um, a voice major before I switched to acting. So I thought I was going to be a country singer when I was around nine. That did not happen. <laughs> then I thought I was going to be president. And then I thought I was going to be FBI agent because I kept watching Bad Boys 2 over and over. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to be an FBI agent. I want to play one. So that's when the acting dream started. So I, I don't know. And then in college, that's when I did a voice major again. But I would love to. I would love to do it all. I want to do everything. <laughs> so you do see yourself singing, right? Or not necessarily? Or did you, like you said, you gave up on the country dream? <laughs> When I get a little bit more successful in this career field, like I want to be, I may drop like a private EP. I don't know. You know, you can't, you can't limit yourself. You got to be open to it. <laughs> and you'd be open to being a Vic in a Victoria Monet video, right? Oh, a hundred percent. If she, she could just like say, do you want to be background? Like, baby, I'm there. I'm <laughs> sitting down. I'm, I'm a tree. I'm a tree in your video. I'm good. Where were you at all my mama? <laughs> I, I was okay. I was there for the original. I was blasting the original and the remake. So I should have, I really should have been there. I really should have tried harder to be on that. <laughs> I think the remake was actually better. <laughs> it was so good because you know what people sampling these days, you just never know. It's like, all right, another sample. Okay. She killed it. She killed it. Amazing. She killed it. So you look like you have a lot going on in 2024. So give Matt Radio a little exclusive of what can we expect from you in 2024? I don't know. I have a I have a lot, but also not. I don't know how to explain that. Um, right now I just want to work on getting cast in a series um as a series regular 
So that's the intention for 2024. And that's what we're going to profess and put out there for the Lord to work with. Amen. So hopefully, hopefully that comes in fruition. And um, I'm finishing up uh, editations for my short film. So hopefully I can get that shot next year, too. I don't know, though. All right. Your short film. What is it about? Are you writing it and directing it? I, I am writing it. I don't know if I'll want to direct it because I'm also acting in it. So, uh-huh. um, but it's called Playing Pretend and it's about um, Nisi and her uh, little brother, um, Ronnie, and how she's basically having to take care of him because they have a mother that just isn't present really. And they get by life with her playing pretend with him because she doesn't ever want them him to see like the realism of how they're actually living. So we go into this world with her where she plays pretend with him. And then we're stepping to this like imaginary land every single time a problem kind of occurs to where it's like, oh, Roddy doesn't even know what's going on because she's playing pretend with him. So they're not, they're not just, he's, she's not giving him a bath. They're like in this aquarium and all this stuff. So it's really, it's really fun. It's very sweet, but also kind of heartbreaking when you see why it always has to be done. All right. And we'll look out for that in 2024. Hopefully it'll get picked (laughs) up in film festivals. Fingers crossed. Okay. 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 So what's your message? What do you want to tell other actors and actresses still on the picket lines? And we're still trying to work out a deal, but nothing has come to pass yet where the strike can end. Um, We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. We definitely have to keep going. We're in this together. Things are going to get tough, but I feel like at the end of the day, certain studios and things that certain sort certain executives are trying to you know be like oh we're gonna just kind of make them wait it out but at the end of the day people want entertainment people want artists people need artists people need that regardless so i think we just have to persevere right now just keep going we're gonna we're gonna get there because the thing is whenever you're a good person and you're doing good things and you have pure intentions it's going to come back for you. You know what I mean? So it's a little icky right now for us all as artists and trying to get things done, but it's, we're going to be good. That's all I can say. So keep holding on, keep holding on. We, we got this. All right. And what's your message to the listeners? What do you want to tell them about the movie Grace or about your projects or about yourself? What do you want to encourage them? Um, I hope that if you decide to watch Grace or get the chance to, that you see Shoshana um, for who she is. She is this amazing heroic being. Um, so I hope you watch with open eyes and open heart and um, a willingness to understand and maybe give yourself some grace then for situations where you see that they were out of your control and you did the best you could with the, what you were given at that time. So I hope that to the listeners and then just for life in general, um, life is short. So if you got something you want to do, go do it. Don't let, don't let people project their fears onto you, their negativity, anything of that sort. Just keep pushing, keep going. And the thing is, it's going to be your first day for something. So it might as well be something you want to do for the rest of your life. So have fun and live this life for you. And for my upcoming projects, please keep supporting me because your girl want to make it. Okay. So just, just lock in with me, please. And she will. She's been on this show. It's a start. That, this is really, this is really my up and coming moment, honestly. So thank you for having me. This is, this is my big break right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're glad you're on the show and you're a friend of the show. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms and the movie Grace again in case people want to research it or watch it online if it's available yet? 
not available yet online, but you can follow the Instagram page for Grace. Um, it's at grace.themovie. And um, anytime they do anything regarding the film or whenever they do release the link to that, it'll be there most likely. And my social for Instagram is at Anisha Brackens, which is A-N-E-I-S-H-A-B-R-A-C-K-E-N-S. Okay, okay. Any final things you'd love to tell Met Radio Toronto? Thank you for having me. This was so cool. And this was my first like radio interview. So I told my mom and she's like, no way. I said, yes, mom. Yes, mom. So I'm just I'm just like a kid in a candy store. This is so cool to me. And I'm so excited. So genuinely, thank you for having me. Oh, well, thank you so much. I enjoyed getting to know you. I felt just like a good energy from you. I enjoyed getting to know you. And I'm sure our listeners in Toronto who are Met Radio enjoyed you as well. Thank you so much. That makes me smile so big. Thank you. Thank you for all. All right. For Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank actress and writer. We learn something new every day. I'd love to thank... You can throw out your name again. Anisha Bracken. Thank you. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.